Hey, friends. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I feel like I had that ex that same exact intro. I'm nervous right now. <clears throat> I don't know why. You can tell I'm nervous whenever I start slurring my words more. That's how you can tell. This is me telling you how to recognize my nervousness. It's whenever I start, you know, miss saying that right there. Uh, just simple words. I don't say them correctly. That's how I'm nervous. Whenever I'm on a date, usually to show, to see how nervous I am, I'll start talking really fast. That's that's pretty normal. Um, some other times I'll mumble. That's another. Mumbling is more. Is nervous the same as anxiety? Are they the same thing? Are all nervous people anxious? Are not all anxious people nervous? I think so. I feel like. All nervous people have anxiety, but not all people with anxiety are nervous. I think that makes sense. Am I just trying to sound smart, but actually saying something silly? Um, yeah, nervousness. When I'm on a date, sometimes I'm either, when I'm on a date, I'm either talking too fast or I don't know what to say next. That's okay. Actually, that's not me being nervous. That's just me sucking at talking to people. That's always been my biggest problem. I, I used to always think it was just with girls because. Okay, let's be honest, people. Whenever you talk to a stranger, the majority of strangers we talk to, uh, if we're not in a relationship or if we're not salespeople or you know what I mean. I think the majority of people, single people, who talk to strangers, I think those strangers are people in which we're trying to pursue sexually. I think that's accurate. So a lot of times when I talk to a stranger and I'm trying to spark up a conversation, it's usually some girl I'm on a date with. You know, I don't really go out meeting dudes to make friends with catch my drift i think i'm right on this i hope so otherwise i'm gonna i'm finding out how much of a fuck boy i am because you know i i moved here to oregon with my friends josh and dalton and other than them you know i don't really make an effort to go out and make new friends i kind of lose patience honestly Am I digressing? Uh, what was I just talking about? <clears throat> talking to strangers. I used to think because most of the times I'm talking to strangers, it's with a girl I'm going on a date with. I used to think I just sucked at talking to women. But I'm actually finding out I just suck at talking to people in general. Uh, a lot of the times I'm trying to make new friends when – and the rare occasion that I'm doing that, I just, I don't, 
I'm not interested in the things most people I've interacted with are interested in. And that doesn't, that's not saying anything about most people. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say I'm better or smarter than anybody. It's just what I've noticed is a lot of people, they just like paying attention to like celebrities and sports and cars. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not something I, put much attention in, you know, a lot of things I, like, a lot of things I can talk about on and on are things like, uh, I'm, <laughs> what, what do I like? Let's, let's find out. I like a lot of speakers. I listen to a lot of people talk, like, Sam Harris, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan. I enjoy hearing new ideas. And I enjoy I don't I hate small talk. That's the thing. I I suck at small talk. That's where people some people I don't know how they do it. I watch like there's I have friends who are just they're just people, people. They're people persons. Uh, what what am I going, what's the word I'm looking for? They just, they're really good at going up to a stranger and saying, hi. And then two minutes later, they have each other's phone numbers. And five minutes later, they're grabbing drinks. It's weird. I don't know how they do that. And then I watch them do it sometimes. And I'm just like, wait, how, wait, how did you get to here? What 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 step did I miss? I feel like what what's going on? It's just unfathomable. Unfathomable. Is that a word? Unfathomable. Unfathom. Unfath. Sorry. I just I was never that person. And a lot of a lot of people say I'm quiet and I don't talk much. That's not really the case. With people I'm comfortable with, people my like my best friends, I I probably have ten best friends, six, something like that. And I'm I I have a lot of best friends. I don't I don't reserve the best friend card for just one person. I have it for a lot of people, but those people that I'm best friends with, they they will tell you I'm not. <laughs> this quiet, secluded person. But if you're somebody who I don't really have personal connection with, you know, I'm not too emotional, then that's, I just, I don't know what to say to you. That's all it is. I just, I can't talk to you if I don't know what our similarities are. And, you know, I get told that I'm really quiet, but it's really, I just don't know what the hell to talk to you about. I'm sorry. It's just me. Usually we can maybe find something there. But a lot of the times, most of the times, uh, I just I just can't get on your level. And it's not a higher level or a lower level. It's just we're on different levels. 
and it's and it's ah oh, damn it what was I just gonna say <clears throat> I'm on a roll here I don't want to be forgetting what I'm gonna say here let me let me take this hit real quick and for the most part I'm a I'm a pretty likable person I feel like most people just like me. I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I just, it's, just an, it's an observation. Throughout my whole life, I've had an easy time making friends. I just had a hard time being a friend, if that makes sense. It's very easy for people to like me, but it's very hard for people to connect with me. You know, the small talk, I just, I would much rather prefer we go straight into your childhood traumas, your your weird fetishes, your uncontrollable impulses. I, that's what I want to talk about. I want to share each other's faults. I want to know what makes you you. I don't give a shit about, oh. Uh, you name it. <laughs> I don't even know what to give an example for. That's how much I don't give a shit about it. You know, I want to know, like, why did your stepdad beat you as a child? Or how come you get an erection every time you see a fish? You know, what? why are, why are you weird? I want to know people's weirdness. Because I'm ultra weird. I'm a super weird person. And that's another reason it's hard to connect to people. It's, I'm just not for everybody. Uh, if if it was up to me to lead the conversation and where it's going to go, we're going to go down some pretty weird rabbit holes. And I'm just going to make it weirder because that's what I like. <clears throat> I I enjoy those uncomfortable conversations. And for some people, that's just too much. And I understand. Some people just aren't prepared to to talk about their their misshapen anus. Oh God. Oh, I can't edit that out. That's that's staying in there. Uh, you, you know what I mean. People. Some people just want to keep it at a mellow conversation level, and I like to bring it. To a level 10. Most people like to stay at level 4 or something. When you're meeting someone new, at least. You know, if y'all are best friends, y'all go fucking level 12. But if 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 I'm ever to connect with someone <clears throat> new in my life, the best way to do that is to just cut out all the small talk. Let's go straight into... Or psychological issues. Because that's what I want. And a lot of people, they don't really dwell on those those topics anyway. So whenever I bring it up, they just, they can't contribute. And that's okay. I don't expect people to just think about what I think about. That's not fair. And But that's an issue. It's an issue when you're trying to build relationships. Because I just, I'm always daydreaming about something 
weird. It is hell inside my head, and you should be happy that you don't know what's in there. But at the end of the day, you'll find out that I'm pretty open about everything. And people like honesty. And as as I get older, I'm learning that the value of honesty is very important. There's a lot of value in it. And I'm growing. I'm still a growing person. And where am I going with this? <clears throat> oh, I, when I talk to people, I over the years, I'm, all, I'm really just working on being my most honest self, my most true version of me. And a lot of people, they kind of they hold back, and you know they keep it at that level four, like I was saying. They don't go into the, the past traumas. They don't go into their weird fetishes. Not out of the gates, at least. But I'm I'm the person that I'm ready. Let's talk about it, okay? Let's go. Let's get into politics. Let's get into religion. But you know, let's let's keep it civil. Let's keep it understanding. Let's hear each other out. Let's not talk over each other. I just I like provocative conversations. I like controversial topics. It's fun for me. And a lot of people might misconstrue this as, you know, if I'm talking about, like, controversial topics are super easy for people to misinterpret. That's another thing. You got to be careful with who you're talking to about these things because some people just, it's crazy how easy it is for people to misconstrue what you're trying to say. And... But I, I just – I try to go for it, you know. I, but I, I tell people ahead of time, you know, I, I, just because we're talking about something very controversial doesn't mean that I believe in it. It just means let's have a conversation about it. Let's have this thought exercise. You know, a lot of people have knee-jerk reactions to things that they don't really think about at all. But they just have this already held belief on it. Like, what's a good example? Uh, prostitution. You know, I – some people – okay, me with prostitution, I think it should be legal. And a lot of people I, – I would think. Most Americans, I don't know. I don't know the statistics on this, but a lot of people I know, they don't want it legal, but they don't really know why they want to keep it illegal. They just, that's just how it is for them, you know, because because it's already illegal. It's not a thought. They were born into prostitution being illegal. So that's just what they think. That's just what it is for them. But I'm, I'm the kind of person that I want to know why... I don't believe in something or why I do. And I try not to have those knee-jerk reactions to those conversations because, you know, it's easy to realize how little you actually think about those things and how little you know about why you believe it. 
Did I just say the same thing twice? I don't know. But me with prostitution, I think it should be legal. First, it'll be good for the economy. Oh, my God. Sex is the biggest driver in our DNA. If that was legal, we would make so much money. Oh, my God. Porn is a a billion-dollar industry. Imagine what real-life porn would be like. Lordy, oh, have mercy. And, you know, some people will say, oh, but that'll be a spread in STDs and stuff. No, it wouldn't. Making prostitution legal would diminish STDs, you know, because when it's once it's legal, people would make businesses. People turn it into businesses. There's going to be regulations. There's going to be health codes to follow. And no one wants to go to the whorehouse where they all have herpes. You know, this is going to be good for sexual transmitted diseases. And it'll be safer for the women who are prostitutes or sex workers, whatever, how politically correct you want to be about it. Uh, it'll be safer for them because you're in a a building, a secured building. Like, let's assume there's security guards, things like that. And then you might ask, okay, but then there's going to be married men or women fucking these prostitutes. I'm sorry that I'm doing this accent, but I'm committed now. And they're just – they're going to be cheating on their spouses, and that's not good. That's not good for divorce because I think it's um, – where was it? <sighs> Don't quote me on this. I think it was the Netherlands. Uh, freaking – there's a place where they legalized prostitution and divorce rates dropped. But, <laughs> yeah, that – Man, that's a squirrely one because – okay, if it was up to me, if you're married, you can't participate in the prostitution game. Maybe. I, this is the part that I'm not fully complete with this thought when it comes to marriage and prostitution because, I don't know, they would. you need to let your spouse know. If you want to f- have sex with a prostitute, <laughs> if it's legal, you know, <clears throat> in this scenario where prostitution is legal, you want your spouse to know what you're up to, okay? But there's there should be, you know, this is an this is a theoretical solution because it's not legal, so I'm just coming up with rules as I talk about it. But though some rules are pretty valid. And someone, some rules need some work. But I think for the most part, prostitution would be good for economical reasons. And I have a hypothesis, too, about school shooters. Uh, I don't know how many of you actually read up on the notes that these damaged white kids leave. But a lot of them... At some point in the letter, blame women for their issues. And I, my hypothesis is maybe if they had access to vaginas, you, <laughs> maybe it'll calm them down a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. 
this is a far-fetched idea, but there's something to be considered. You know, what's that term, incels? There's this group of men who are considered incels, involuntary celibates. And (laughs) they're, they're very repellent to women. Otherwise, they wouldn't be incels, right? But if I think they'd be more willing to pay for sex, I think that would be a a start in their frustration. Sexual frustration is a real thing. It's not something to be reckoned with. Is that that the word? People do some – people lash the fuck out when they're sexually frustrated. Not me, of course. I am perfect. I get it. I get impulsive. Me, I, I kind of, you know, a lot of people actually, whether they're lonely or whether they're bored, they mistake boredom for missing somebody. You know, we've all been there. It's one o'clock in the morning. You're, you're thinking about things. Your mind's racing. You're on your phone looking at certain faces on the internet, and you know you. You text that person, you know you probably shouldn't be texting. We've all been there. And yes, it's it's obviously just boredom for the most part. Sorry if you can hear this crunkling sound. I'm throwing a receipt in the trash can. But you know that there is just some easy, accessible, easily accessible release for people. I think... That'll be a good start. Uh, you know, this this all could backfire too. But we won't know until we actually do it. That's the thing. I like, I feel like the more experimental a country is, the better off we are. A lot of people just, they don't want to even tr- like do test trials on these things. You know, another way it could turn out, like maybe prostitution will turn the country into Las Vegas. I hate Las Vegas. I went there during my road trip, and the whole time I just felt dirty. It just—it's a very weird energy in Vegas. And isn't pretty sure prostitution is legal. I think they have brothels. Pretty sure that's right. Should I Google this right now? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it while I'm still talking. Um, but yeah, just being in Vegas, <clears throat> I had this weird just feeling. Just walking down the strip, there are these, I'm assuming, prostitutes that were telling me to come play with them, and so one of them was kind of pretty. The other one had a a huge gap between her front teeth. Not my cup of tea. But I wouldn't want that for America. I wouldn't want America to be one big Las Vegas. Ugh. No. Not not for me. But I don't think it will. It's just... That's because that's you're combining prostitution with gambling at, at that place. Just a bunch of crazy... I like that there is a spot for this, though. I like there's a designated spot for you to release all of your sins on. That's cool to me. 
like we have Utah, which is filled with Mormons and just clean cut little people. And then you got Vegas, which is just super duper dirty. It's just a dirty place. Not not that there's trash everywhere. It's just that that dirty energy. That's what I felt when I went there. It just felt weird. It's not something you can explain. It's just something you feel when you're there. Maybe other people are with me on this. <clears throat> but, yeah, prostitution. People have these views where they never actually question why they have those views. It's just something they adopted from their parents or their community. Uh, we're, we're all in agreement that this is bad and or this is good, and that's that. We don't have to think about it. And I don't want to be that person. And so this is why it's bad. This is why it's hard for me to have conversations because I like having those uncomfortable conversations. I like having these topics, these taboo topics. What's another one that we don't really talk enough about? The death penalty. That's something. I, I honestly don't know where I stand on the death penalty. Like, from, like, in my bones, I believe if you kill somebody... You, if you kill somebody in cold blood, you know, context matters. Like, if you're just a psycho, kill somebody, you should die. I don't think you're a contributor to society. Like, we don't need you. Like, just go. I don't, I don't think human life is that important. I, you know, that's another thing we could talk about. But I think to an extent, you know, I, we don't really matter. At the end of the day, I don't think... All of this, none of this matters. So, I think serial killers just die. Why do we have to keep you around? Just go. I don't give a shit. Um, but there are issues where people have been mistaken as a serial killer, and they got the death penalty, and it turns out they were innocent. You know that that's a squirrely part. But if we're not talking about mistakes that happen within the system then yes, I think you should pay for your actions. But also, another thing that I I think about, like if you're 18 and you commit a murder, I don't know if killing you off is the best thing. You, like, hear me out. You're 18, you murdered, you made a stupid mistake, you joined a gang, you had to kill somebody, uh, because that's the, what do you call it, the, you know, that's how you prove yourself that you can be a part of this gang. You have to go out and kill the first person that passes you on the street. Something like that. It was a stupid mistake, you realize it, you're, you're 28 now, it's been 10 years since you murdered somebody. And that sticks with a lot of people, I imagine, you know. And, like, you could argue that if you let this person back into society, you know, maybe he spends the rest of his life going to schools and talking to kids about about his story. 
and where he inevitably is a better contributor to society than he was before he killed somebody. You know, now he has a past that he can use as an example and make sure kids in the future don't go down this path that he went down. You know, that that's a, I feel like that's a pretty strong argument to not have the death penalty. But not everyone is going to do go that route after they kill somebody, you know. A lot of people, they're just cold-blooded. There's a lot of issues like this where I have two – I just have mixed emotions. And it's okay to have these contradictory feelings because nothing is black and white. And <sighs> there's <laughs> – but it's fun. I I enjoy – contradicting myself with these conversations I and it's just <laughs> and, and you know especially with the death penalty like the more you talk about it the more confused you get about it but I'm not a hippie I, I'm kind of a hippie but when it comes to the death penalty I like in my bones I don't think a psychopath, like a true, like we're not talking about people who get mistaken for being serial killers. I'm just talking about legit serial killers. Like what's people who are against them not being executed? What's your argument? I would like to know. I would like to know a solid argument to for why, you know, some people would say like what if we – use murder for murder then we're just as bad as the murderer is that something i've heard before i'm pretty sure like like we're no better than the guy who killed somebody and i guess what i would say is no we're not better but we're not worse either we're just it's just justice it's just fair is fair shitty consequences shitty actions result in shitty consequences and we could talk about well maybe the, the stuff he went through growing up resulted in in this action you know he just had a bad childhood his dad beat him he witnessed someone get murdered themselves and it just turned him into this fucked up person and, you know, to an extent, it's okay to be understanding of a serial killer or a psychopath, you know. When you start going into why they are the way they are, you, you get a little sympathetic. But at the end of the day, they still are who they are. And there's nothing we can do about that. Some people, sure, maybe. And others, they're, they're, they're a lost hope, a lost cause. And they just, they need to go. We don't need to waste more money on a psychopath just spending the rest of his days in jail cell. Just, just get rid of him. We don't, we don't need it. I'm sorry that they, Went through terrible situations for them to become this person. Some of them are just like that, you know. That that 
that's the thing too. They're just born that way. That happens. It's just such a squirrely area because there's no clear cut. People get frustrated. People like me get frustrated. A lot of people think it's either this or that, but there's never a right or wrong answer to things like these. It's our the human mind is so complex, and we all have different perspectives. Even twins see the world differently, even if it's just very slight. But these are the things I like to talk about. The the conversations that people some people might get heated about. And that's okay. It's the more you talk about it, the less heated you get and the more curious you become as to why why you think things should be done the way they are. But but that's the way my mind works. And I like it. I like being weird. I like dwelling on taboo topics. It's fun. It's me. And I think in the end, in the future, this might be what leads to my success. If I, if I utilize my brain as much as I can, because that seems to be what I'm, what I'm good at. I'm just good at just thinking about things. (laughs) I, I really hope my brain makes me successful. My my thoughts my thoughts are gonna lead to my inevitable success. Positive thinking, my friends. <clears throat> As Brody Stevens would say, enjoy it. Rest in peace, Brody. That's why I like comedians. A lot of times they're telling jokes, but they're also they're they have they're showcasing an idea. Who's a good example? Am I allowed to use Louis C.K. as an example? Have has enough time passed where I can say I enjoy his comedy? You know, if you don't know, he did all the that that wiener stuff. Um, Dave Chappelle. We'll we'll use Dave Chappelle. You know, he's he is so he's he's an amazing comedian, Dave Chappelle. You don't have to like what he says, but if you you can just respect his his timing and his delivery, lordy, it's just it's perfect. But he also he's not just telling jokes on stage; he has beliefs that he that he holds, and you know he ha- as a comedian he has a platform to show give his beliefs, share his beliefs. To his fans, and you don't have to agree with them. But wait, where was I going with this? <laughs> the, uh, this is me. This is why I love comedians because they they have ideas, they have thoughts. I consider comedians, good ones, uh, B class philosophers. You know, they're like they're f- philosophers that never took philosophy class. I'm sure so- some of them did. But I think this is a good stopping point. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go further with this. But yeah, this this was a good podcast. And I don't even know how long I've been doing this. 
I'm going to guess 12 minutes. Let's find out. Let me get my iPad. Oh, crap. 35 minutes. Awesome. Um, yeah, that flew the hell by. Was not expecting that, but okay, I'll, I'll take it. I don't know if there's something I, that I should leave out, but I, we're gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and not do that. But yeah, this is good. Alright guys. Uh, bye, I guess? <laughs> this is how my conversations go with strangers. That's how I end it. Just, uh, bye. Okay. Oh, okay, but, but seriously. Uh, bye, I guess?